Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. Once again, my name is Barry Maracle. And what did you think about our episode with my good friend Ken Gill last week? Wasn't that awesome? How many people got delivered? How many people got healed? How many people even got saved? I don't know. Please send me an email. Let me know what you think about the program and and how God touched your life. Once again, you can go to www.barrymiracle.ca and you can... You can uh, send an email through my website there. Anyway, guess what? You'll never guess, so I'm going to tell you. I have a special guest, and it is Ken Double N Gill. Come on, Thegiller.com is back with us, and it was so good that we had to bring him back for a repeat, to be a repeat, not offender, repeat hope deliverer. <laughs> we called last week's Hope Dealers, and, and I don't know if this is going to be Hope Dealers Part 2, uh, just double, double for your trouble, maybe. <laughs> I got a scripture churning on the inside yeah, of me. Go, go right ahead. Launch right into this. Launch right in. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah, okay. Out of the abundance of the heart. Mm. What's in our heart? Yeah. What is rumbling yeah. around in our heart? Yeah. Because what happens is the mouth speaks what's really going on in our yeah. heart. And I believe today that God wants to do either some heart surgery. Okay. Some vein replacement. Okay. Either that or put some stents in places where there are blockages. But mm-hmm. I believe that Holy Spirit wants to heal hearts. Amen. And out of the abundance. Notice the abundance, abundance of, of the, the heart. heart. That's the overflow. Mm-hmm. That's what's on top. Out of the abundance of the heart, yeah. the mouth speaks. Yeah. And I believe, Barry, as long as I've known you, mm. out of the abundance of your heart mm-hmm. comes encouragement, Amen. hope. Woo! Yeah, yeah. And, I'm a hope and, dealer. Exactly. I and said hope. I had there's a H there. I, 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 I get no. the H from <laughs> the H from right, right from the right from the rock, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe that you know what happens is lots of times we need to step back and listen to ourselves speak. I can spend five minutes with somebody and I can tell them who their God is. You can tell by their speech. And so you just, you get, I spend five minutes and just listen to people. And it's really important to listen to people because he's giving you two ears and one mouth, right? Yeah. I'm getting better at it, Ken. I'm getting yes. better at it again. But um, yeah, out of the abundance. So abundance. It, it's it really, you. what you behold is what really fills up your heart. Exactly. And what you behold is what you become because out of the abundance of your heart, what you're sowing in, because this is fertile soil. This, our hearts are constantly being sowed into. And if we're not careful, we have too much room for the world. We got to keep our hearts full of the word of God because it's out of the word of God, out of the abundance of our heart. If we speak the word of God, we got, but we got to put it into abundance yeah. in our, in our hearts so that when, when troubles come or we're in difficult situations, then out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks the promises God back exactly. to God. And when they, you preach the, and speak the promises back to God, they will not return to you void, but will accomplish what you desire and achieve the purpose for which he sent them. And then guess what? When we speak the, the, the promises back to God, it unlocks the angelic realm because he sends his angels to accomplish his word. 
the very word that he sent to us to speak back to him. So, yeah, no, that's a great scripture to start my, with. My concern with, with culture right now is a okay. lot of self-talk. Right. Okay. The stuff that we're believing. Un unpack that. Yeah, about ourselves. If we listen to the things that we speak over our own lives, mm. I can't do this. I yeah. can't go there. Yeah. I'm not able. All this stuff that we're able, and mm. we're we're trying to blossom and live fruitful lives as believers. Yeah. But you know, when you speak something out of your mouth, it goes back into your your ears first. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I pray out loud. Because oh, when I pray out loud, I hear what I'm praying. Yeah. And when that energizes my prayer life, oh, it yeah. goes out of my mouth, back into my ears, goes to the throne of God. Yeah. But it goes back into me as a means of self-edification. Right. Well, if I'm speaking negative self-talk over my life, guess right. where it's going to take me? Right. I will end up in the in the in the bottom out in, in depression. Yeah. The spirit of fear will overtake me. Yeah. Anxiety will permeate my life. Yeah. And guess what I end up doing? I end up cooperating with the enemy of my soul to bring me down, down, down. And yeah. I'm just here to say, I just want to encourage people that out of the abundance. So yeah. what's in our heart to yeah. speak? Yeah. From the abundance of our heart, the yeah. mouth speaks. We want to encourage you today to make sure you're getting into your word. And I thank you for tapping into this podcast every week because you are hearing word after word after word. And everything is created by and is held together by a spoken word. You know, in Psalms chapter 25, verse 2, yeah. or not Psalms, Proverbs 25, 2, it says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, and it's the glory of the king to dig out that matter. I don't know if you dug this out, though, Ken. I might got one on you. I don't know. I'm not sure. I doubt it. I doubt it. But so. that word matter is dabar, which is spoken word. It's the glory of God to conceal. People, you came into this realm full of the word of God. You came because you were made by a word. You're being held together by a word. And the greatest treasures to dig out is what you, your message in life. What did you come into this realm to share with the rest of humanity to bring them into a relationship with their God and live victorious in this life? It's all about the word. It's all about the word because it's the word that is holding things together. This whole realm, everything is created out of word and everything responds to a word. It's held together by the word of his power. Yes. So not only did he create it, not only does he ride upon the circle of the earth, mm. he holds all things together. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. You know what God showed me one day? No. Scientists have been trying to figure out what gravity is. Sure. See, I was in slow learning class from grades two, three, and four. I finally got, got educated, and they put me back into regular sure. uh, in grade five. And so I had trouble learning. Yeah. But yet, God showed me what gravity is. Scientists try to figure it out. It's the Word of God. It, it holds everything together. He made it, and out of the same power in which he made it with, he's holding things together. That's gravity. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's, That's a very gra gra oh gravitous thing to say. Highly scientific. Yeah, amen. When did you come into that reality? Oh, a few years ago. God was just revealing things to me wow. and, and, and the power of his words. And, and this, what you're saying, Ken, is so important for us. We cannot prophesy in agreement with what we're going through. Yeah. We have to prophesy the promises of God. We, what does God say about you? This is really important. What does the Bible say about people? What does God say about his, his, 
his gift to the world called you. What, what does he say about the fearfully and wonderfully made? What, what, what is God prophesying today to the listeners? One of the things that the scripture that Cheryl, that means a lot to, to my wife and I, and that is my wife's uh, entire ministry focuses about words, mm. the power of our words, so. because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Can you imagine us speaking death mm. into our own spirit, man, mm -hmm. in our own soul, man? But we we find ourselves doing exactly. it continually. Yeah. So when we walk with God and his words become our words, there comes that great exchange that his word mm. now is my word, right? Because I've meditated on it, I've mused on it, I've memorized it, I've got it in my DNA, yeah. and I begin to speak out the word of the living God. You know, the scripture says... Uh, Jesus speaking to the Pharisees, by your words you are condemned, and by, by your, your words, words are you... justified. Yeah. I mean, the power of our words spoken, like we were talking about encouragement in the last, the power of a spoken word mm. to encourage somebody. Can you imagine? Literally save people from, I, I used mm. to do radio talk shows, and people would call in and say, mm. you know what? I was about to take my life, but what you spoke on the line? My good Lord. I decided that my life was worth living. And I'm here to say to those that are listening today, your life is worth living. You are valuable. My wife and I try to build cultures of honor all over the world, wherever we go. Mm. And you are valuable and we honor you because you exist. Because you exist. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's taken me to the poor the down and out of society, the broken, and it's taking me to the leaders of nations. Yeah. Because the bottom line, because people exist, we honor them. And then that honor, that love-based honor, just flows out to them yeah. in love and understanding. Wow. So we speak those words of life yeah. to you, to everyone that's listening. Yeah, and I decree and declare over you again today, you are not an, uh, an answer, uh, not only to your family you're an answer to the world and god has sent you into this world not as a problem to be solved but an answer being delivered in the midst of your ants in the midst of your life in the midst of what you're going through you are not a problem to be solved you are an answer being delivered and it, it is time to wake up in your dream ken was just showing me my book <laughs> it, it is time and if you want to get a hold of my book you can go to barrymiracle.ca and you can order my book called wake up into your dream but yeah it, it and you'll find a lot of encouragement and you'll find that very statement in there that you're not a problem to be solved and you're nobody's pet project but you're an answer being delivered. And I wanna tell you today, you have more resources on the inside of you than you could use in 10 lifetimes. You are overkill, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah, so there's a, there, it, people need the Lord and you guys are agents of the Lord and you need to open up your mouth. The enemy has tried to keep you silent for these last, especially the last three years through control, containment, shutting down and all these things and masking everything else. And I wanna tell you, it's time for you to arise and shine and be an answer and a solution. Absolutely. You yeah. know, Barry and I, uh, we have sat in one another's presence where, where we both have ministered while the others listened. Mm. And I know that you maybe don't set out every day to be an encourager, No, but there are things that that becomes serendipitous to our life. It's like you bake a nice cake, right? Yeah. 
and the cake looks good, but when you put that icing on the top, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. and the icing becomes serendipitous, you know, and yeah. most people want the cake because of the icing. <laughs> but I just want to say that the outflow and the overflow of the inflow of the Spirit of God in your life wow. is the spirit of encouragement. Wow. And I believe on this podcast on a weekly basis, whether you're aware of it or not, mm -hmm. that the spirit that gives courage yeah. is literally the of it that gives courage wow. through your life Amen. to those that are listening yeah, in amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Power of our words, man. It's, don't ever stop. No, don't ever I, stop, man. I, I don't plan. I know that. you don't want to plan. Encourage no, people. no, I can't <laughs> stop. I can't stop. I, I, I don't think I could stop uh, decreeing and declaring the word of God. I've done it for 30 some years now where I've just you know what i stopped memorizing the bible because i just i i fed on it that it became part of my dna because when i got restored yeah sorry when i got reformed yeah. i was born again but then i got into the word of god and i got transformed yeah. by the washing of the water of the word of god exactly so with my reformed spirit and my transformed mind my body has been restored and my environment is being restored. So reformation, transformation, reformation of my spirit, transformation of my mind, bringing restoration to everything else. And this is how it works. So I'm so glad you started off with that word today. That, that Well, you know, be, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yeah. And so one day I said to the Lord, like, what's the evidence of a transformed mind? Okay. How do I know when my mind's being transformed? Yeah. And this is what he said to me, just like a father would. Da a keep reading. Hmm. So you got Romans chapter twelve, verses one and two, and okay. it gives us a, you know be be transformed by the renewal of your mind, right. etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah. The operations of the spirit. Yeah. But then Barry, it gives us a list of twenty five things that are the earmarks yeah. of the evidences of a transformed life. Hmm. And that is when it was right here in Belleville. This is way back in the 70s. Wow. And I preached the message here for the very first time of the evidences of a transformed wow. mind because I wanted to know, God, how will I know yeah. when my mind's being transformed? That's an honest question. Yeah, but sure. Is that a reasonable question? Reasonable question. And he says to me, keep reading. Wow. So then it says this, love is without hypocrisy. Hmm. Hmm. So the Lord said there could be no hypocrisy, Ken, in your love. If you're going to have, if you're going to walk with me, no hypocrisy wow. in your love. Let your love be without dissimulation, without without acting. See, mm. it's just that let your love be pure. Let wow. it be without hypocrisy. Wow. You know, I read a book by Calvin Miller like 40 years ago, and he said, hypocrisy has, cannot define the instance of its birth. Hmm. In other words, no one ever set out to be a hypocrite. No but we end up acting our spirituality wow. rather than living our spirituality mm. while that ongoing work of transformation happens in our life. Yeah. Then it goes on, it says to me, Ken, be given to hospitality. So my, our whole family is mm. just given to hospitality. Wow. Not because it's a pedigree, mm -mm. but it's because it responds to the word of the living God wow. can be given. Open your home. It's not yours. Open your house. It's not yours. No. Open your funds. They're not yours. You're, you're a steward of these things. Yeah. But then that brought me to this one. This is the one that is the culminator. Okay. There's 25 of them, right? So wow. we're not going to get through 25, but we might get through 18. Okay. <laughs> but it, it says it says this so, so clearly. It says, mm. honor one another above yourselves. Wow. When I read that, you know that verse. The one another rings. Yeah. 
honor one another mm-hmm. above yourself. And yeah. I said, you've got to teach me how to honor. Yeah. I came a family, a family of Holy loyalty Spirit. and honor and yeah. love. And, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I started a journey here yeah. in Belleville. Yeah. And I began to understand what honor was all about. Yeah. And so I said, okay, God, you got to show me how to do this. Yeah. you got to teach me. Here's what you got to do. Mind renewal. Yeah. He had, pardon me, but he had to wash Wash my brains. We are all about (laughs) brainwashing. I'll tell you the world. I mean, the things we got to get out of our brain, they got to be, they got to be fire hosed. Yep. We need the washing of the water of the word of God. So this is why it's so important for people to get underneath preaching and teaching and, and get, get, get out and be underneath the preached word of God because it builds your faith, clears your hearing. And, and that we need our brains to be thinking God thoughts. So that verse that you've quoted a couple times already, in grade five, in religious instruction in a public school, right. I learned Titus 3, 5, and 6, okay. that our brains needed to be washed. Yeah, amen. And, and I remember that dear lady, word. that woman of God, man, this goes back a long time, grade five, right? Wow. And Miss Thurston, bless her heart, she loved the word of God and she taught us Titus 3, 5, 6 wow. that, our, that our minds need to be washed by yeah. the watering of the word of God. Yeah. And that went into my spirit, yeah. right? Yeah. So as I, as I embarked on this journey of seeking to understand what are the evidences of a transformed mind? Wow. Those that are listening, have you ever asked yourself that question? Mm. How do I know when my mind's being renewed? Because some people say, you know, I still think the same way. I still talk the same. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. We just get right in there and let the You are word... transformed Keep talking. by the washing of the water of the word of God. You know that, uh, you know, when you turn to scripture yeah. there, the, that you, the way I was born again, the Bible says I was born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So we were born again by the spirit. We were created by the word. We were, we were... We were born again by the word, and then our, our souls, our mind, our will, and our emotions are being transformed by the same word. Do you think the word of God has anything to do with our lives? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad In case you don't know, that was sarcasm. <laughs> you know, my dad used to take the Bible like this at family devotions. Okay. And he not being sacrilegious or disrespectful, but he put it on the floor. Right. He put it right down on the floor, and then he'd stand on it. Yes, I've done it. And too. he'd say this. Family, we're standing on the word of God. No it's a word my fathers fought for. It's a word our fathers died for. Right. The word of God, word of God will stand. And I'll tell you what, my in God. today's culture, my God, in today's culture, do we need the foundation of the word of God? Yes. It's being attacked from every point of view, every point of view. And it's obvious that, that that's the only thing that the devil can do because this is so powerful. You know, they've tried to obliterate it so many times. So many times. Burn it, annihilate it. It's the number one seller every year. Every year. And the least read. Uh oh. Oh. The least read. Number one seller. And least read. Wow. We wouldn't be in the condition we're in if people read it. Well, maybe if they applied it. Well, reading it starts 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 it, it, right? Then from reading, you become a student. Because as a man thinks, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. Because he's thinking. Yeah, you you speak what you think, what you dwell upon, but it's got to see. I'm I, I'm I have this thing called the Rama book. Yep. And so there's scriptures like when you're preaching. I'm 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 sure it happened in one of your services when you're preaching. A, a light bulb came on, and I wrote that down in my book. Yep. I have like 300 and some scriptures that are mine. 
Yeah. <laughs> that are uh, they're not nobody else is their mind. You can't have them. But um, my number one my life scripture is Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, my uh, ministry scripture is Isaiah sixty one, yes. which Jesus quoted in Luke four eighteen yeah. that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim. Ah, and I could go through the whole thing, but I I I'll tell you. It's his word that yeah. we need. To, like the last show we did together, yeah. it's about the spirit and everything that's spirit yeah. and, and the spirit of encouragement yeah. and the spirit of deliverance and all the. But now we're, I think God is, you know, giving us the one two punch and, and, and the word of God, standing on the word, quoting the word, decreeing the word, living the word is, is makes, makes you 10 feet tall and bulletproof, non destructible, in, indestructible, non combustible. Irresistible. You know, Barry, in this evidence of a transformed mind, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm right here with you in Belleville, Ontario, Canada, yeah. and this is where the Holy Spirit began to deal with me on this. I think he just brought me full circle right wow. back here. Wow. Right back here to some of the things that he poured into my life in this region of, of Canada. Thank God. You know that. And then he says, I'm going to teach you how to honor. Wow. So after he says, I'm going to teach you, he says, then later on in life, I want you to be, you're my servant to begin to build cultures of honor. Wow. Can we wherever, ever use that? Wherever we go. Can we ever use? And that begins in our relationship with you and Tammy, my wife and Cheryl. Do we honor yeah. our spouses? Do yeah. they honor us? Do we honor our children? Yeah. Raise up children that yeah. honor their father and their mother. That they, as we honor our children, oh, we don't hear about that. Mm. But honoring our children, and they'll in turn honor us as mom and dad. Yeah. Because it's a mutual honor. And as I honor you and you honor me, you say, well, that's just a mutual uh, aid society. Well, thank you that I'm a part of it. I'm the first one to sign up. Yeah. Because I'm here to honor you. Amen here to honor your family, here to honor your ministry, here, yeah. this isn't, you pat my back, I pat no, your back. No. This is the word of God saying, it's not honor one another, yeah. yeah, above yourself. Above yourself. Above yourself. Yeah. So there's something in us that is to be honored as well. Mm. So as as a creation of God, we're, yeah. to, we're to honor ourselves in a way, yeah. so that out of our own self-respect and yeah. honor, we're able to like literally honor one another. Because we value what God's done in us, yeah. and we value what God's doing in the, you. The Bible well. says, "Love your neighbor as yourself." There's some people I really wouldn't want to live beside because <laughs> they don't love themselves, right? There, there's an honor. There, so you're talking about honor. So what? Continue to go down this road of honor, sure. But but you, it, it started off by the transforming of the mind, and you find out if your mind's transformed properly if you begin to see some fruit. Exactly. There, my grandfather told me this. He's interested. God is interested in four things: fruit, more fruit, much, much fruit, fruit, and that your fruit, fruit remains. remains. <laughs> That's what he shared with me, and I'll tell you, yeah. fruitfulness is the proof, yeah. the litmus, the evidence, evidence of a transformed mind. The evidence. Can you honor somebody beyond? You know that you, your mind is being transformed when you begin to honor people beyond yourself. Do you know what we can do practically on this podcast? It's this, if, okay. if, if the listeners would take this portion of scripture, okay, in Romans chapter uh, 12, verses nine through 
to the end of the chapter, verses 24. Okay. There's 25 listed. Wow. And you could do a self-assessment, Barry. Okay. You can itemize them, put them down. Okay, say it again one more time for the listeners. Yeah. In which chapter In and verse? Romans chapter 12, verses 12. 9 to 21. Okay. There's itemized 25 things that reflect the evidences of a transformed mind. Yeah. And if they would create their own self-assessment tool, wow. pick it in the computer, yep. type down whatever, 124, 125, yep. and then say, Holy Spirit, where am I when it wow. comes to love? And where am I when it comes to hospitality? Where am I when it comes to patience? Where am I to be faithful in prayer? Mm. Where am I in sharing with the Lord's people that are in need? Where am mm. I in practicing hospitality? And we get to do a self-assessment. Mm. And then here's the big one. We come into alignment with the Word of God. And we say, I don't know how to do it. Will you teach me? And your Holy Spirit. And we can ask the Lord to teach us. Absolutely. Like, this is not just a, a self-help program. That He's giving us the Word. He's teaching us, giving us the kingdom values. But we can also ask Holy Spirit to help us where we're missing the mark. Totally. Yeah. Isn't that a great yeah. program? Because Holy Spirit... He, the word of God comes line upon line. Here a little, there a little. Mandate upon mandate. Yeah. Well, who's the one that brings us into alignment with his own word? See, he's the divine chiropractor. Yeah. And he's the divine potter. And yeah. he's shifting and molding us. Yeah. And he's working us into his plan yeah. for my life. Which Not is his image exactly. and his likeness. Not my plan for yeah. your life. Now, many of us are into our plans for our yeah. lives. That's yeah. kind of M-E-S-S. Anybody in a mess today? M-E-S-S. -S. Yeah. My, my lightning mind was able to figure that out. <laughs> you know, in Ezekiel chapter 36, it says, I will put my spirit in them and I will cause them. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. If you will let him, he will cause you to yep. keep his statutes and bring forth and be able to live out the law of God. What is the law of God? Oh, man. In the, in the new covenant. <laughs> yes. There's 613 yep. Pharisaical laws in the old covenant that the that the priests that that Pharisees had to keep. Yep. 613. How many laws are there in the new covenant? Not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Can you expand on that maybe a little bit? Well, you know, that, that, I, I, the proof I, some fruitfulness here. Yeah, we. I, I got reading the the word back in. You got to read that word, and it just does some things back in the 90s, and I. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, son, I want to take you out of fourth dimensional living. I want to take you into the fifth dimension of love. Okay. And I said, well, where are you going, Father? No, I love Holy Spirit because he's a brilliant field commander. Oh, my word. And he's in charge. In charge. So he spawns a thought Holy in Spirit's your mind, Lord. right? Yes. He, what he does, he yeah. spawns a thought in your mind. Then he then he go, He kind of whets your appetite. You go, well, what was he trying to say? Well, and he says, well, start studying. Get into the Word. Oh. So I thought, I, I get into the Word of God. I'm looking at all the words on love. There's lots of them, you know. Yeah. And I get to the, the words about Jesus without thou shalt. It sounds like Old Testament, right? Mm -hmm. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. The second is like unto that. Namely this, love your neighbor as you love yourself, yeah. right? right? So we we say that these are the commandments that Jesus gave. That, according to me reading my word, yeah. He said it, but he wasn't the origin of that statement. Mm. He took the words of Moses yes, he and he answered the rich young ruler that was there because yeah. the rich young ruler knew the law, yeah. but he didn't know the law of the spirit and life. He didn't know that law. 
He knew the, the, the law of Moses, yes. but he didn't know the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. And they all be, you know, notice how he wrote right back to the word, the word phraseology yeah. of the Ten Commandments. Thou yeah. shalt. Yeah. Thou shalt, thou yeah. shalt, thou yeah. shalt, thou shalt, yeah. all the thou shalt. But we yeah. realize that the only commandment that Jesus gave to us, Barry, are you ready? This is the only commandment, only commandment of the new covenant. Of the new covenant. Okay. And I what? forget what it is now, Barry. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, not, not live, not live. <laughs> Breathe it out there, Barry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you You go ahead. No, you say it first. Is it the, the one another in? Is it is it loving your neighbor as yourself? Is it love? Oh, is it? This is Can my commandment. It? Yeah, that you should that you love one another, another as I have loved you. So you're saying, yeah, there's only one commandment under the new covenant, and that sums up all the law and the prophets. Yeah, and it's better than it's better than. Then he said, that's some fruitfulness yeah. of the transformed mind. I'll tell you that much. Exactly. So. If I can get, I got a, I got a friend that wrote a book as well. It's called The Love Revolution. The mm. Love Revolution. Who was that? That his name is Gaylord Enns. Okay. You can find that book on Amazon.com. Okay. Uh, what is it called again? It's called The Love Revolution. Okay, I, I have it. You know, and, and, and Gaylord has been a colleague in ministry. Wow. I just brought a box of his books from Calgary to Toronto. Wow. To sorts of people that could deliver them to people. I need to, to read people. that book again. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a precious book for today's generation, right especially. Oh, wow. The Love Revolution. So I'm on this journey. He said, I want you to learn how to love in the fifth dimension. Love in the fifth dimension. And I dimension. said, okay, what are you saying to me? He said, I want to introduce to you to my, the prophet James. Mm. So everybody calls James in the New Testament a pastor. Mm. He was the furthest thing from a pastor mm -hmm. that anybody could have ever been. He was cutting through. A he was cutting through. Woo. You yeah. read Proverbs and you read James and guess what? You think you're reading the next chapters in Proverbs, mm. because he's the New Testament proverb, mm. the half-brother of Jesus, yeah. that knew Jesus better than anyone else. Yeah, grew up with him. Yeah. And so he's got Jesus the Apostle, mm. and he's living with him and mm. being discipled with him, and that prophetic disposition inside his heart, and he begins mm. to talk to us about another aspect of love. Mm. It's called the royal law of love. The royal The royal law. law. The royal law. The royal the royal law, and it's it's a it's a, a law of love that he's put into place in the book of James, mm. that that literally we have an opportunity to grow into and to understand. If you really keep the royal law Woo. that is found in your scripture, Woo. and he goes on, he said, and he goes on, he begins to develop that so that we could be as the body of Christ, mm. people like literally that. We walk around with an L right on our forehead, and meaning that love. we are filled with the love of God. Yeah, the love of God. It's an amazing, it's an amazing virtue in the Scripture that He wants us to live by. Do you but, remember? Do you remember Bob Jones? Of course, I remember Bob Jones. What an amazing man of God. Yeah, and he went to heaven before he finally went to heaven. Sure. And he was before the throne, and the Lord said, asked him one question: Bob, did you love well? Did you learn how to love well? I would say, I, whenever, since I heard that, that gripped my soul. I am trying to be that man that is learning how to love well. And 
the royal law of love of the fifth dimension. It brings you into dimensional thinking. It brings you into living beyond yourself. It, it, and I just wonder, I'm going to read this scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 31. Oh my. Yeah. But earnestly desire the best gifts. Yep. So, uh, earnest, he, he doesn't want you to back away from power and demonstration of Holy Spirit, the uh, laying on of hands and, and healing the sick and raising the dead and cleansing the lepers. But yet, he says this. He says, he says but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet, I show you a more excellent way than just power demonstration. Like, 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 okay. And then he, we go right into the love chapter yeah. of 1 Corinthians 13. And it describes love. Yeah. I will show the much more excellent way in the fifth dimensional living exactly. beyond the physical realm. Yeah. You want to live beyond? Yeah. Love beyond. Totally. And the, the big thing, of course, Ooh. probably in more people's homes across our nation are plaques and sayings. Yeah. And you'll see it all over and over. I go to seniors' home after seniors' home, yeah. and it's there. Love never fails. fails. Think about that. Love, is that, what's the next word? Never fails. You believe that? Never. 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 You have to believe that. Love never fails. Love never, never fails. fails. Father God, today yeah. I'm asking for a revelation right now as Ken is sharing this, Lord God, that we would get a revelation of the fruitfulness of the amazing royal law of love and that it never fails. I decree and declare that these three things remain. Faith, hope, and love. Never, never leave. They always remain. They'll always be there. Father God, I pray for all of our listeners today that we would be in this place where we're able to receive the revelation of the love that never fails. Absolutely. These three things will remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these things, the more excellent way is love. Is love. Yeah. And I pray, Lord God, that we would begin to understand the power of his love. Ken, we got a, just a couple of minutes. That flew by. We're 33 minutes in right now. Come can, on now. Can you believe that? I want to say thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. But I want you to pray for our, our, our listeners today, but I just want to say thank you, Ken. Thank you again. And, and ladies and gentlemen, if you, didn't, if you didn't hear my introduction from the last program, uh, I just, I won't take the time, but uh, this has been a, a father in our nation and a father in the kingdom of God. Such rich, 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 rich fruitfulness in his life. And, and, and I just want to encourage you to um, just look into the Ripple Network. Where can people go to uh, get more information sure. on it? On, you have like a, a reams of this on your on. Uh, of um, information or actually knowledge revelation knowledge on the 25 uh, things that are uh, like we discussed about yeah. transforming your mind and yeah. showing the fruit the litmus test yeah fruitfulness of of your transformed mind where can people go well if you go to the uh, ripplecenter.com r-i-p-p-l-e-c-e-n-t-r-e.com and if you go there you can find us so we are based out of calgary but right. We have a network of relationships and churches yeah. right across Canada yeah. and missional yeah. communities around the planet. Yeah, and I've preached in a lot of those yes, churches. Yes, you have. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be preaching in a few more of them this yeah. year again. We welcome the prophetic message through our network because 
Yeah. We don't only believe that he's restoring the apostles and prophets, but we believe that we're to walk together, build yes. together, yes, flow together, work with one another, build yeah. off of one another, yeah. have right relationships with one another so that we can together expand the kingdom. And very, that we can be mouthpieces that restores the gift of evangelist. Yes, That's the gift of love. Right. That evangel when it's preaching the good news. Oh, I remember in Belleville, 1976, Peter Youngren would come here and he'd say, he'd just say, Jesus, Jesus loves you. And I, it's like, it would go through. Reverberate. It would reverberate through people. People just come to Jesus. And you would take them right into the fifth dimension. Exactly. And I just say to those listening, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Throw that net out right now, Ken, would you? Come to Jesus, anyone that does not know you. Anybody, you've once walked, you've once walked with him, but you've got discouraged, sidetracked, tripped up, whatever it may be, may you be drawn back to the Father. May we, we throw the net of love out right there, right, right now. Right. We just throw it out. And we begin to draw Come in the Come net home. of love. The love <laughs> that draws people out of darkness, yes. out of sinful behavior, into the light, the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I say to you what Billy Graham would say to you today. Mm. Jesus loves you. This I know because the scriptures told me so. Wow. And I encourage people, trust again. Trust again and allow the Spirit of God to pull you back into His presence in an intimate way. And keep talking with Barry and he'll help you to stay on the straight and narrow. Amen. Yeah, I would love to. And if you do need help and you want to share your testimony or if you need us to help you get in contact with a church in your area... Uh, you just go to Barry 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 Barry. <laughs> <laughs> go to Barry www.barrymiracle.ca, and we'll try to connect with you there. Once again, go to the Ripper Ripple the Ripper. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a little drunk and old. The RippleCenter.com, and 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 please please be generous and sow a seed there, and support this wonderful ministry, uh, and that's been so. Uh, fruitful in our lives and over our church as Ken has been a father over Desert Stream for 30 years approximately. Well, we're coming up on our 28th year actually. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. we are shredding the mortgage. Exactly. A multi-million dollar building yeah. is going to be mortgage-free. And on. now we're going to be able to send so much money around the world. <laughs> so anyway, love you guys. And uh, please pray for Ken and Cheryl Gill and the Ripple Network. Uh, as they go forward and establish the kingdom of God for another 50 years. Amen. Bless you guys until next week. Very Michael Simon. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. 
But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.